Hey guys, Scott Short here, Mason McDuffie Mortgage again. Uh, my NMLS number is 225998. We'll get that out of the way up front. Let's go back. So we're back into uh, Merrill Chandler's book called The New F Word. F, F stands for fundable, means that you have the ability to get money. Let's talk about some going on with credit here. So we're in chapter eight on page 65 of the program here, or the book, I should say, not the program. <laughs> so the, the chapter eight is called Stop Pesky Sales Guys from Getting in Your Wallet. That's a good thing. Keep them out of your wallet. You know, keep them in, keep it arm's length, right? So let's start out here. The first paragraph says, big ticket sales that profit from your ignorance. So big ticket sales that profit from your ignorance. That's the, that's, that's the, the topic here, right? So congratulations, beginning, being an insider is definitely next level stuff. Now it's time to discover just how auto dealers and other big ticket sales organizations have been using what you just learned. Learned means the prior chapters, right? Has an auto dealer pulled your credit to help you get financing? Have you ever wondered why they pull so many times? Yeah, it's always a good question, huh? It's not uncommon for a dealership to pull your credit seven to 11 times. Let me repeat that, seven to 11 times pulling your credit for one auto purchase. Even you have good credit or great credit score. There is a wicked evil reason they do so. It's like caught, it is likely costing you thousands of dollars per loan. Here's how it works. Let's go in. Next chat, next page is going to be page 66. So we'll talk about what they're going on over here at the dealerships. Okay. You see an auto dealer strategically established relationships with deal lenders that will pay this game with will play, not pay, but well, it should be pay, but it's also play. Play this game with them. And both lender and dealer will line their pockets with your money. Uh, footnote number five zero says, playing the spread is not exclusive to auto dealers. This popular strategy among retailers is most big ticket purchases, home loans, RVs, motorcycles, and aircraft. Even future store, uh, even future, uh, sorry, even furniture stores play this game. So there's always some money on the backside. So be careful. Let's be careful. Let's keep going forward. They they select lenders specifically for the credit bureau that typically pull and which a FICO software they use. Using the illustration below, you will see there are nine different bureaus slash versions and combinations. An auto dealer could send your file up to nine different lenders to find your lowest possible score. That's pretty sad. So in the, in the, in the picture, it says like worst auto score, says like FICO five comma four comma two and next next one is going fico version eight and the best auto score is going to be fico version nine right so let's keep reading here when your credit report and scores have come back the dealer will excitedly reveal that you have you have been approved but they won't tell you that the approval was by a lender who pulled your lowest score footnote number 51 and and 50, 51 says, and since you don't even know what to ask, you gratefully or suspiciously accept the offer. So they're going to say, oh, yeah, approve, 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 right? Well, they got the lender to lend you, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's sad, bro. Sad, sad, sad. Keep going. The auto dealer can make money from this transaction in two ways. The lender will pay the dealer a finder's fee for bringing the loan to them. The lowest score, the higher the finder fee, right? Because they'll make more money off you, more money. Even though you got a great credit score, you know, that's, that's just uncool. Second thing says the dealer may make, also make money on the financing, finance reserve, okay? 
So I'm not sure that exactly is, but we'll keep reading, right? right? This, mis uh, this misleading term simply means that the dealer can review the original interest rate offered to the borrower by the lender, the buy rate, and then ask the lender to add a premium of one to 5% to the interest rate, sell rate, the dealer then pockets the difference each month as the borrower makes each payment. Close. Don't get the financing from the dealership, huh? Get it from your, get it from your credit union or some other place before you go in. Right, right? Let's go. Your auto dealer knows how the funding game is played and has been using this strategy against you for decades. That's why you walk in there, you negotiate like a you know big guy, you know, say, oh, yeah, I'll get your financing. You know, give me what, give me the best stuff you got, right? Or worst stuff you got, right? Then come in there with cash, boom. So then you got, you got the best price and then you don't got use their financing get monkey mass you know there you go so let's keep going on here keep going on this is on page uh, 67 because until now how you were supposed to know what is going on when dealer waves the low score loan approval in your face most borrowers will accept the terms offered because they don't know any different most of us are just happy to we got approved man that's sad keep going this devious practice can even happen to borrowers who have good to great scores. All the dealer has to do is shop the borrower's credit report to his assorted assortment of lenders and choose the lowest score, even if the lowest score is 700, while the borrower's other scores are 800. There you go. Whoa, that's a game, man. The game. Let's, let's make sure we don't play this game here the wrong way. Let's play it our way. Dealers will do your best. So dealers will do their best to offer you the rate and term that reflects the lowest score and represent the highest profit to them. Mm, pretty sad. Now, to clarify, I am not saying that salespeople are bad. I'm saying that they are playing a game like pros. What you are learning here will allow you to up your game so you can. So you can too. I had the opportunity to having a manager of an leadership in my boot camp recently. He was a personable and friendly guy but I also knew he would play the game to the best of his ability if we were to walk into the dealership to buy a car. Okay, even best friends will face off as professionals when they meet on the court. Okay, so there you go. Going to page 68, top of the page, it says, evidence you are not a professional borrower. Getting shopped to, lend getting shopped to lenders and then paying too much for a loan is only one cost of not knowing the rules of the funding game. The big ticket retailers can ruin your fundability by misleading you to believe that pulling multiple inquiries is no big deal and won't hurt your credit. <clears throat> you have likely heard someone, probably a car dealer, talk about how FICO will take all um, will take all like kind inquiries pulled within a 30-day period and count as one against your score. This score policy is actually called de-duping. That's D-E space or a dash duping, D-U-P-I-N-G. And it's far more complex than most borrowers realize and should definitely not be used as a rationale for justifying inquiries. The example above, all nine inquiries may be deduped and be combined into one inquiry. This one inquiry will count against you your score for only 12 months, a long time. The real problem is every one of these inquiries will count individually against your fundability for 24 months. Dang. 
Okay. Um, there are mo there are numerous ways you can foul out of the funding game. And too many inquiries is one of them. Because see what happens when you have those inquiries, the lender does not know if you got credit from each one of those entities. So they're gonna say, hmm, you know, did they get credit? They didn't get credit, did they get denied credit? Are they bad risk? You know, so all those inquiries are gonna add up and hurt you, man. So let's keep going. Um, okay, allowing the audit dealer to pull multiple inquiries for a single loan does not represent op optimized borrow behavior and underwriting software is designed to find the consumer behavior and count against you. So there you go. So the, the, the bottom paragraph says strategies for taking down an auto loan like a pro. We like the pro thing. There are a couple of fundability enhancing strategies that can you can use to implement this newfound knowledge and save your save yourself gobs of time and money and add to, in parentheses, rather than distract from your professional borrower strat status. Next page, page 69. Understanding and implementing these strategies will result in qualifying for the best rates, fees, and terms possible for the next big ticket purchase. The okay, next paragraph says, find lenders or the right bureau slash version combination. The first strategy to find a lender that uses the credit bureau data and FICO score version bureau slash version, oh, sorry, bureau slash version that represents your best score. In the previous illustration, the best score was based on Equifax data and the FICO auto score number nine software version. Footnote 52 says, as in this case, it is, it is possible that the newest software version does not reflect your highest score possible. Hmm. How do you find a lender that will pull your highest score? Ask your current lenders first. Contact your current lenders to see if they use the bureau slash version that represents the best score. Call your branch and ask a loan officer which credit bureau data they pulled and which version of FICO software they used to approve the loan. You want to talk about car loan, right? Or whatever loan you're talking about, make sure you got the specific item you're talking about, right? Evaluate the loan officer's answer using the following criteria. Does their bureau slash version match your best highest score? Is their bureau slash version close enough to what you need? And that says, uh, has a footnote number 53 here. And it says, if the bureau slash version used by one of the current lenders is close to your best score or falls within the same funding tier as your best score, it may be okay to use that lender. It says more on this in the next chapter. Go back up. So the perfect example of implementing this strategy happened, happened with HANA. It is a strategy, no, sorry, strategy, hello. It is standard practice for all team members to optimize their professional fundability or personal fundability. Part of HANA's borrowed optimization plan was to get an auto loan to fulfill the credit mix criteria suggested by FICO score metrics. In parentheses, more on that later. Wow, I got a lot more later. <laughs> Keep on going down the road. Page seven zero. Let's go. We reviewed my or reviewed her myfico.com credit report, looking for her best auto score and found it was Experian auto score number eight. We went to her credit union to see if they use that if they have it would be a match. When we arrived, credit report in hand, we see we said we were seated with a loan officer who introduced herself as Jennifer and is asked and asked. How can she help? That's pretty simple. Huh? Hannah asked Jennifer which credit bureau and credit union typically pulled for auto loans. Jennifer indicated that they pulled only Equifax 
not Hannah's best score, not missing a beat. Hannah then asked, which version of FICO auto score software they use? This question stumped the loan officer named Jennifer. She had no idea that Hannah was asking. Most officers don't. I stepped in and asked if it was possible to get someone from their underwriting department on the phone. Jennifer picked up the phone, dialed the number, and posed the same question to the underwriter who answered the phone. After a few nods and a few mm-hmm, Jennifer hung up the phone. What happened next could not have been more revealing. Jennifer took the computer monitor in the hand and turned it to, our, to face us. She pointed to the top left corner, the screen where he saw Equifax 5 or EQ5, written plain as day. Footnote number 54 says EQ5 is computer speak for Equifax FICO auto version number 5. The 5 represents the version 5-4-2. Okay, let's keep going. This says that Equifax version 5 FICO software, she said, I never knew that before. Looks like I learned something new today. Now, footnote number 55. The example, the example uh, perfectly illustrates that I re- what I, re- bleh, what I revealed earlier, that many financial institutions have not upgraded the most recent version of FICO uh, scoring software and credit union was using 5-4-2, which is initially released in 1991. Well, 91 is like a long damn time ago. FICO 8 was version in 2009, nearly, you know, a long time too. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's finish off this page here. While I have vetted uh, innumerable lenders to determine which software they use, this was the first time I got to see with my own eyes how the bureau size version information was indicated on the credit union computer. But our mission was not yet complete. Okay. We excused ourselves from Jennifer's desk and privately viewed Hannah's credit report. While her best auto score was Experian Auto Score 8, Hannah's discovered that her Equifax Auto Score 5 was only eight points less and within the same funding tier as her best score. Parentheses, you'll discover your funding tier in the next chapter. Close parentheses. Hannah's prior relationship with the credit union had been excellent because she had faithfully paid, repaid two previous auto loans with them. Armed with Intel, Aunt Hannah decided that it, would make, it made the most sense to finance the new car loan with this lender. Mission accomplished. There you go. With what you are reading here, you now have one more way to make the best possible funding decision for the rest of your life. This is the power of knowing the rules of the funding game. The knowledge nuggets you have gained in the chapter alone are worth hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in interest and fees saving for every auto loan you get in the rest of your life. There you go. So the next paragraph says, making your dealer do all the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes sure it work for you, not for them, right? Let's go. Another strategy that demonstrates your knowledge of how to play the funding game was illustrated recently by my partner, Brad. That's uh, Meryl's partner, not mine. <laughs> His oldest daughter was looking for a car, and in his research, Brad found that one of one one the one she wanted online at the Minnesota dealership. He lives in Salt Lake City. Uh, the plan was to fly to Minnesota to pick up the car and drive back to Salt Lake City. If the dealer would meet his financing requirements, okay, we're going to page seventy one. It's new page seventy two. Because a short timeline to pull his uh, to pull this off and the hassle of getting the auto loan from the local bank. 
to buy a car across the country. He used his fundability, his fundability expertise to make the, the dealer do all the heavy lifting and, because all capitalized, get the best loan possible. Brad reviewed his myfaco.com uh, credit report to determine his best bureau slash version score. His experience scores were highest across all software versions and were all within five points of each other. And then parentheses, version score optimization, close parentheses. That's a trademark there, what's that word? And within the same funding tier. Calling the auto dealer, he said, we want this car. If you have a lender that will pull from Experian only, then we'll pick up your car this Friday. The dealer uh, pulled Experian and Brad approved on the spot at the exceptional rates. Uh, in parentheses, even, his, even with his daughter as a co-signer, close parentheses. Next paragraph, applied knowledge is a superpower. This strategy can be implemented with local dealerships as well, but you, can, you must know what you're asking for and what you requires from the dealership, I should say. Uh, are you getting this? Hmm, hope so. <laughs> this is a question to you guys. Huh? Amazing, right? That's his question. Once again, this one strategy alone is worth 100x that you paid for this book. This is another example of how to play this game and win. That's a big capital win, W-A-I-W-I-N. <laughs> but you are only getting started. Now let's explore how lenders determine limit approvals and how you can significantly increase your amount. Okay, that's the end of chapter eight. So I'm gonna wrap it up here for chapter eight. We'll start chapter nine next time. Chapter nine is called, When Lenders Risk is Not Risky. So that's, that's, that's for finishing chapter eight. So thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.